This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Night racing is back at Richmond Raceway. This spring, top NASCAR drivers like Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, and Virginia's own Denny Hamlin will battle under the bright lights. And this historic track also offers a rocking infield experience with unparalleled access to your favorite drivers and one of the best tailgate scenes around. For a weekend of friends, family, and amazing short track action, head to Richmond Raceway, March 29th through 31st. Get tickets now at richmondraceway.com. No. Rodrick. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you have? Stop in I respect your opinions. Maybe in your opinion, Messi is better than me. But in my mind, I'm better than him. I do it again. Yes, guys, I'm Si. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation. Welcome to the home of Rodri Giggs on football. We are here to shoot through as much football news as we can in the next 45 minutes to an hour. Um, apologies for being a little bit late, a few technical issues, such as life with the internet. But uh, as usual, I'm joined by uh, ex-Salford City, ex-Banga City, Aberystwyth Town, FC United. He's been around a bit, the dirty stop out. It is Mr. Rodri Giggs. One. List them all. Mosley, uh, Kids Grove, New Mills. Uh, that's it, you know. Yeah, there's a few in there. <clears throat> most of them are on leagues with, so we'll move swiftly on. Indeed, mate. Well, that's all right. Um, look, just before, as we wait for a few of the latecomers, as always, mate, we'll uh, do a little Super 6 update for the Prediction League, which we're raising money for charity. Uh, we had quite a high-scoring round this week. Nearly half the league scored 10 points or more. Will's dad came out on top with 18 points massive. Only just beating Steve Mailer, Tom Carter, few the golden goal. Uh, myself and Rodri didn't have the greatest of rounds. Only scoring eight for myself, six for Rodri. But at least I've increased my lead to 26 points, which is the main thing. 
we go again Saturday, three o'clock. So again, make sure you get your predictions in and ready for then. But we'll do ours at the end of the show, mate. Lots to discuss today. Um, it's been an eventful week. Uh, I think, as usual, we'll start with your team, mate, as, as a United fan. It's been a mixed mixed bag, I think it's fair to say. Um, what did you make of the Newcastle game, first of all? I thought Newcastle were very good. They were, but um, West Ham helped them along the way, didn't they? Now, what were they yeah. doing? Defending the keeper. 2-1, you go in, right, you've just, you just got it back. 2-1, let's keep it tight. First 15, let's get into the game. The next goal is the is the, 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 the most important goal. Whoever probably scores the next goal probably goes on to win the game. 20 seconds later, you're 3-1 down because your defender's a mule. So, um, what? yeah, what, what can you do? And then your next yeah. goal, then your next goal, your keeper just gives it the centre forward a, a nice little chip in open net, and you know what what you're supposed to do. And that's it, mate. I don't, like look, David Moyes is probably in line to be the next manager to go, and you know we'll talk about managers in a bit. Like David Moyes is next, probably in line, I think, to 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 get sacked. But like he can't control those players. You know, he can send them out and he can organise them and stuff. But they, like like Reese has just said in the comments, said they shot himself in the foot and the defending was schoolboy, if that. Um, and I saw a, a thing on Sky yesterday. They were saying this West Ham team would be the, like, the best squad to ever be relegated from the Premier League. But, like, to me, the, the league table over 40-odd games, it doesn't lie, mate. And I know that's a bit of a cliché. But ultimately, the best team wins. The top three teams finish. You know, the top teams finish in the top four because he says then over a season, mate, it all like it's down to form and consistency. West Ham have been poor for a long time, same as Southampton, Leicester, the other teams who were involved in. And there's some massive teams in that relegation battle, mate. Everton, Forest, Leeds, Palace, Wolves. You know, it's, it could be any of them. I think Southampton are done. Right? That's the only one I would say is done. But like so many teams close to relegation is. Forest are not looking great at the minute. No, they got they got some hard games as well coming up. Forest, if I remember correctly. Um, I wanted to ask you about the Newcastle United, like Newcastle versus Manchester United game on them on the weekend because I thought Newcastle were really good in that, but I thought United did help them. They were very. They looked tired, mate. United do, and I know they've played a lot of games, but a lot of games just come back from Europe. Uh, break. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's and always, I, it's always, it's always a excuse, not an excuse, but you know they've all been away. They come back traveling. It's just an excuse, really. Newcastle, the same for Newcastle. Newcastle just looked like they wanted a bit more, more energy. Well, they were pissed off about the final that they didn't perform. Yeah, they wanted, it, they wanted to put it right, and they did. Yeah, they were very good. Um, I gotta say, I thought, look, there's some players playing in that United team who are not going to be there next year, like that's a fact. Um, but you can't put it down to that. Like, those players, like, some of those same players played well yesterday against Brentford, so they have got it in them, they just don't seem to be able to do it as consistently as, you know, as the top players. But, look, I think United papered over some cracks. I think, you know, coming into the Carabao Cup final, I think everyone thought that they were the fin, or certain people thought that they were the finished article. I think realists like myself and you realised that, yes, their their strongest eleven probably competes with most. But once you take out that spine of... You know, De Gea, you take out Varane or Martinez, Casemiro, Bruno, Rashford. You take any of them away and they are a bit light. But those squad players got to step up, mate, haven't they? And I think some of them are not. Like McTominay, Sancho. Um, I thought Anthony was the best, their best player on the, against Newcastle and they took him off, um, which was weird. But those squad players are not doing it, mate, I think, for United ultimately, are they? 
No, and, and if you look at him, uh, someone put a list up um, this week, and I was looking at it. That list of players that probably need to get shipped out. Um, it's a long it list, was, isn't it? it was, yeah, it was um, uh, Marshall, Lindelof, Maguire, uh, McTominay. Um, there was a there's a list anyway. Yeah, Alanga. Um, yeah, it was it was a yeah it was a list and a, obviously Dead Horse. Yeah. Uh, I said Marshall, aren't I? so yeah. yeah, it was a long list, but you know that's that's where we're at. We're we're, we're punching above our weight at the minute. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's weird, isn't it? Like Martial, I thought when he came on against Newcastle looked all right, and I thought he looked pretty good against Brentford yesterday. Obviously, he's only getting like 15, 20 minutes at the moment because he's coming back. But you know, like he'll he'll start he'll start a game now, maybe on the weekend against Everton. He'll bag a couple of goals. Everton will be like, yes, here we go. And then he'll be out for the rest of the season. It's you just can't trust him. Unfortunately, he just seems to be one of those players who picks up constant injuries. So you can't rely on that. Like they've got to get someone in. Um quick question on United before I move on to the managerial situation in the Premier League. Would you keep Sancho? Yes. I've seen a lot of people saying ship him out. To me, Ten Hag obviously likes him because he wouldn't have given him the patience and he wouldn't have looked after him the way he has if he doesn't think there's a player in there. So to me, let's see what he's like with a when he's you know he's backfiring. He's got all the quality players around him. Let's see what he's like then. Like I wouldn't be looking to ship him out yet because. He'll go somewhere and he'll set the world on fire. So yeah, no, I wouldn't either. I'd, I'd wait. There's other players who I think are urgently need to be moved on much before Sancho. Same with the people who are saying get rid of De Gea. I think you don't need to get rid of De Gea. You need to bring someone in who's going to challenge him. Same as what happened with Luke Shaw. Same as what's happened with Wan Bissaka. These players, if they know they're going to play every week. It's a human trait, isn't it? That you're just going to naturally switch off a bit. You're not going to train as hard because you know, well, who's going to play instead of me? No one. So it's a, like that's just human nature. So to me, I think they should bring someone in to fight De Gea for the number one spot rather than at the moment they've got Butland and Heaton. Those two are never going to start for United. They don't even start in the cup games, really. Heaton's done a couple. But like De Gea's to me is still as a goalkeeper still up there as the best in the world. You could question his distribution, of course you can, but ultimately, like he saved them again, mate, in the Brentford game, didn't he? Right at the end, one-on-one. Like, to me, that's more important than whether he can find a player when he clears it. But No, yeah, I agree. I just need to lower his wages a little bit. Yeah, and I think, I think if from all the reports, it seems like he's happy to do that, so can't fault him. He's on, been on like 400 grand a week for a few years, so he's all right. Um, so, the managerial merry-go-round has started, mate. Leicester got rid of uh, Brendan Rodgers. And then a few hours later, Chelsea got rid of um, Graham Potter. Uh, looks like David Moyes is under a lot of pressure. I think there's probably a few others who are there. Forrest, uh, Cooper at Forest looks like he's under a bit of pressure. But Chelsea quickly have put Frank Lampard in charge till the end of the season. That is interesting i'll say what do you make of that because i'm not sure about it myself um it's a weird one isn't it yeah 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 it's a weird it's it's, it's yeah it's, it's a weird one because you kind of forget that there's new owners so they haven't actually sacked him someone else yeah. did yeah yeah there's that I think also, like, people forget, like, there was a period at Chelsea where Lampard was, he brought in all the young players, didn't he? Like, Mount and the rest well, of them. He actually could use that embargo, wasn't there? Yeah, but no, but he was doing, he, he had a little period where he was doing all right, and they were playing great football, and they looked like, oh, here we go, he might actually do something, yeah? And then he, he just kind of fell off a cliff defensively, and he same at Everton. They played some nice stuff going forward, but defensively, absolute shambles. But if you look at the squad that Chelsea have got, they got about 20 number 10s and wingers. Like, I'm sure they'll score a shed load of goals under him between now and the end of the season. Is whether they can 
Well, that's been the problem, though, isn't it? Scoring goals. But I think they will score under Frank Lampard. I think he'll get the attacking side of it going. Like, I just cannot see how they're going to keep clean sheets, which they should be able to. When you look at the defenders they got, like Reese James and uh, Koulibaly, like these are top, top defenders, supposedly. So they should be able to keep it tight. But it's, it's mental to me that they have sacked Potter and then brought Lampard back. Like, I don't know. Like, no, it just wasn't the right job for Graham Potter, was it? Like, no, no. And I'm sure with hindsight, maybe, well, I don't know, maybe he wouldn't. But, like, with hindsight, would he have stayed at Brighton? I don't know. Who knows? It didn't, didn't help him out by bringing all these players in. Yeah, and you do wonder how many of them did he want? Like, how many of them did he request as a manager, go and sign me these players? Or how many were given to him? Because it was just just by the sheer numbers of it, mate. Like the amount of players, like that's got to be disruptive, isn't it? Because you've got all these new faces coming in. You've got to embed all them players and try and win football matches. It's difficult. Yeah. Um, do you think he'll Lamp if Lampard finishes the season strong, and maybe they get like a Europa League spot or something, which I think is unlikely where they are now. But you never know. Like, do you think there's any chance he ends up keeping that job? You never know in football. You never know. He could go on now and win most of his games and win the Champions League. And you know, <laughs> that's crazy. It's the Ole Gunnar Solskjaer effect, isn't it? He come in, won almost every single game, and they give him the job. I think when you play a certain type of football, like an attacking style of football, once you get on a little run like that of winning games, like the fans get behind it, don't they? Because it looks good. And you kind of forget that, right, he's got it till the end of the season for a reason so that they can assess who's available, who they can get in, who's the right man for the job. Like, to you, if like you're the man, like, what what would Frank, they're, they're 11th at the moment, what would Frank Lampard have to do now in the next, you know, the last part of the season for you to consider giving him the job on a full-time basis? This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. Like, what would be a success for him? Let me have a look at the table. Yeah, they're, so they're 11th. They've got Fulham, Brentford, Liverpool, Six. Villa. Six. Six. That's, yeah. And even that is a is a big ask, really, when you look at it, isn't it? It's not an easy job to get six. Seven points behind Brighton and Brighton's got a game in hand. So it could be ten um, points. And they've got, think, what, nine games left? Uh, yeah, nine. Yeah. yeah. Interesting, mate, isn't it? Like, do you think when you look at that sort of top six, top eight, any of the, any shocks in terms of Champions League spots or those Europa League spots, like any teams you think will get them? Traditionally not part of that sort of scene. Uh, Villa, mate, on the belt line, look at Villa at the minute. Brighton have uh, been so consistent Brighton, as well. Brighton. Uh, Brentford, you know, Fulham got a sneaky chance. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting, mate, isn't it? Because, like, the one thing Brentford have got, which some of the others haven't, is they've got a 25 goal a season striker, haven't they? In um, in Tony. But then, look, Bright Brighton have been so consistent all season, like, just, and they got, you know, several good players in the middle of the park. Um, it's interesting. Newcastle hitting form at the right time. Um, Leicester, if Leicester win, that, that, that second from bottom, Leicester now, if they win, they go 14. It's mental, go, isn't it? Three, four, five, six places to win a game. It's mental. Yeah, I just don't know how they're going to, like, I look at that, that relegation zone, like from Palace down, isn't it? And, like, <clears throat> literally any of those teams could go down any of them mm. um and you look at the like the form of uh like 
Palace. Um, there's a few of them actually, which are really in just awful, awful form. Um, so who you got? You got. Well, Palace, Palace are just one game, aren't they? Palace won yesterday, but before that, they've lost four on the bounce. You've got Forest haven't won for five. Uh, Leicester haven't won for five. Uh, Bournemouth have picked up a couple of wins lately. Leicester so, played Bournemouth Saturday. Yeah, I was going to say, that, uh, was it, I'm sure it was Forest. Villa played Villa. Yeah, some big Forest. Forest, uh, yeah, Forest's next three games are Villa away United at home and Liverpool away like those they could easily lose all three of them and you think that they'd be in real trouble then at the moment they're just out of the relegation zone aren't they so I think three losses and they could be could be struggling but it depends on the teams around you um who do you fancy for Leicester in terms of a manager because all this talk of West Ham squad being too good to go down and blah 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 I think Leicester's squad, whilst there's a few aging players in there, I think Leicester's squad is far too good to be in that position. But you, like I said at the start, league table don't lie, I suppose. Yeah, no, I agree. And you look at those players who will leave mid Leicester in the uh, in the summer if you know. So there's a couple out of contract as well. But you know, like Madison's not going to play in the championship. Um, Tillman's is on a free. Like yeah, Barnes. Um, there's the set, the holding midfielder. I forget his name. He won't be there in the championship. So they got to have a real rebuild as well going down. Obviously, the parachute payments and the money helps, but they got to be careful. Um, I think I asked you this last week, but as you look at that table, who's your three going down? Like, I think Samton are going to go. Um, I think Southampton, Forest. I got a feeling West Ham are going to go down. You know. Yeah. Forest, Bournemouth, Southampton. Interesting. See, because I for <laughs> Bournemouth have been playing relatively well last few games, but they're still losing. So they like win one, lose one, win one, lose one. It's just gonna like Palace have got to get themselves together. I think. Um, who do you think would be a good fit for the Leicester job? Manager wise, someone like Gerard, maybe Graham Potter. Potter would be, a, I think he turned it down. Yeah, 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 I think so. I'm sure I read that. Um, but yeah, I think maybe Gerard might fancy that. It's like a relatively big club, isn't it? To, you well, know, you're just giving 20 million quid, you're just like, you know what, I'm just gonna enjoy this for a bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's um. Who else is there? There's that. Well, Reese just says, um, I can't pronounce that name, but the guy uh, who runs, who's in charge at Celtic, is doing absolute tearing up trees. So he might be a shout for Leicester. Mm. Yeah. Chelsea wise, I would be, I think um, you've got obviously Tottenham. I would, I would go for Enrique. Enrique to Chelsea. What yeah. about Tottenham? I think Nag- uh, Nagelsmann will go to Tottenham. By it, former Bayern manager Pochettino, um, Pochettino to Chelsea is an interesting one as well. Yeah, I wonder because if, say, Chelsea and Tottenham both offer him a job, will he go with his heart and go to Tottenham or will he no, go to Chelsea? Will he go to Chelsea? Like at the end of the day, Tottenham sacked him when you could argue that he shouldn't have been, or they should have trusted him because of his what he had done in the few years previous. So maybe he's got a bit of a a chip on his shoulder because of that, or maybe he would like to go back there and put it right. I don't know, but I think Tottenham will try and get Pochettino in because I think they'll think that there's more chance of Harry Kane staying if Pochettino is there. But mate, Harry, if Harry Kane stays at Tottenham in the summer, I'll be amazed and shocked and a little bit disappointed. But you know, it's his decision, I suppose. Um, what else we got? Uh, Arsenal, mate, they win the league. No, City. You still fancy City, do you? Yeah. yeah. So, what have we got? City got a game in hand. They won't get a result at Anfield. It's the bogey, don't bogey ground for them. Mm. 
So if City win their game in hand, that takes them to what? Five points behind. And then obviously they've got to play Arsenal, haven't they? So yep. that'll take it to two if they were to win that. And then, like you say, if, if, if they Liverpool were to get a result or something like that against Arsenal, all of a sudden City could be top by like a point and the pressure's really... I think that's when we see what this Arsenal team has got is when City are within a point or when they're level or they go above them, can they then get it back? Because it's one thing winning football matches when you're on a run and you're winning and you're top of the league is is easier then. But it's when you, you know, if Man City get ahead of them, can they then show the mentality to to keep winning and to get ahead of them? But look, if you'd offered Arsenal second at the start of the season, they'd have snapped your hand off. Oh, 100%. 100%. But being there so long all season... Yeah, it would sting this one. They lost yeah. this one. Um, are you a Man United in any danger of missing out on top four if their league form is still patchy? Yes. <clears throat> yes. Because you've got... Uh, they just have to keep the foot on the gas. They've got home games now. We've got Everton. We've got Then we've got Seville. I can't remember who else we've got. But, uh, Forest. Yes. For, all games that should, we should be winning. But, you know, we should be winning Southampton at home. Uh, who was the last one? Newcastle. Brentford, Newcastle. That Newcastle is a difficult place to go, but shouldn't be going to go like we did. Yeah. And I think, um, like you say, those next three games, like you, or the next two league games, is Everton at home and Forest away. They should be, you know, you should be winning them. Should be. Last um, Forest, I think we won 8 1. But then the following, uh, after the Seville game, the second leg, you've got Brighton away, which I think is a, a really tough one. And yeah, so you, it might suit us, you know, on, on the counter-attack, Casemiro back. Yeah. Yeah, there's only one more game without Casemiro now, isn't there? And I think yeah. that's when you'll see a different United. Like, they just look a different side with him and he's such such a quality player. Um, yeah. And look, make Brighton, have, they've taken apart Liverpool, they've taken apart, I think... Who was it? Uh, Chelsea. I think they got a draw against Man City as well. Like They've beaten and got some good results against some big teams. So that'll be a tough one away at Brighton, especially because they're going to be fighting to try and get in the top four or five. Um, Reese says, uh, Arsenal have done fantastic, although I don't see them winning it. They've done so well to get to that position. People will call it failures, call them failures for not winning the league. See, I see a lot of people still fancy Man City, but like Arsenal just keep winning. They just keep finding a way. Even when they've had a few bad games, they've kept winning. And I think if they can keep that mentality and they can keep, if they can stay, I think, like I said a minute ago, if City get within a point or City can get ahead of them, even when they, you know, just till like a game's even up and stuff, I think that's when you'll see what they've got about them. You know, if they if, are, if City go top just for a game while Arsenal have got a game in hand or whatever, that's when you see if they can take the pressure because it is a lot easier to win your games when you're already top than it is when you've got someone breathing down your neck, a point or or just above you. Um, manager of the year, mate, in the Premier League at the moment, who you got? Uh, That's a really hard one, I think, this year. Mm. Yeah, it is because you're Eddie Howe. You've got the manager that's come in and took over from Graham Potter. You've got the Pre- Brentford manager. Um, Arteta. And you've got Arteta. And obviously, and if Pep, you know, if Pep goes on to win it, you know, you know Ten Hag's had a good season. Um, so, yeah, Eddie Howe. So, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Not Jurgen Klopp. <laughs> After the seven nil win, I thought that he was, you know, that was it. Please, <laughs> no money playing with you. Um, but like, yeah, I think Arteta's got to be in with a big shout. I think the way the job he's done at Arsenal has been yeah. really fantastic. But if they don't win the league from where they are, 
can you still give him manager of the year is the question yeah. i guess it comes away with nothing they should yeah. they should be still in the europa league and they're not yeah so i think if they don't win the league i don't think you can give arteta manager of the year unfortunately mm. um but yeah like you say the you, 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 you can give him failure 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 of the year yeah well i think there's a few looking knocking about for that honor this year well no being top mostly ought to 85 percent of the season and finishing second does it count as bottling it or does it count as city just being city if it happens obviously. it counts as bottling it you know if you're going to win the league you've got to go to these places i remember when arsenal uh one of the last games of the season control trafford and they had to win they won one nil when it won the league yeah. these are the places you've got to go to win the league so they'll have to go to city and have a draw or get a, or a win that's yeah i think to, that's what you got to win to do to win the league if they don't then yes they've bottled it fair fair i think as well like that game they just have to make sure they don't lose don't they a draw is fine yeah yeah, it, it can't well, then, yeah but then that's not their game though is it they're just that's no. not their game though no so it's and i think it's all, all out attack and best team wins yeah and it's, it'll suit city when it the way arsenal will yeah. attack yeah. them and play and obviously, and obviously city at home do you think there's any chance arteta changes his tactics at man city just to be a bit more defensive and a bit more solid or do you think they will just no. play the way they've played all year yeah They'll just play the way they played, Um, One player I want to talk about is Jack Grealish, mate. Um, I've been very critical of him since he came to Man City. I think he's not been good. But I've got to say, the last three months, I've been very impressed with him. I, I thought in um, the United City game where United won 2-1, I thought Grealish was City's best player when he came on. Um, and I think he's been outstanding pretty much since certainly since the world cup i think he's been very good for city um and look if you're gonna if these players are gonna get criticized you've got to give them the credit when they when they yeah get well, done. when you come from villa it, you know it, it's the problem is he's come for a big price tag so you're expecting to hit the ball running but what what city are asking him to do is totally different from what he did at villa it was always going to take a little bit of time with him you can see he's a quality footballer um, you just, you just, it's just taking a little bit longer, and, and Pep's obviously getting into it, and he's taking on board, and, and, and you, you're reaping the rewards now. Do you think that um, there's something to be said about the difficulties of being the big fish at, at Villa, and then obviously you come in at, you know, you come in at uh, Man City, and you just, you're just another player, aren't you? Do you think there's something to that which makes it a bit more tricky, or do you think? Um, it, I suppose it can do, but I think that the, the character Jack Grealish is, yeah, I just don't think it bothers him to be honest. So, yes, it can, but for, for this instance, I don't think it is, is is any any difference or any problem. But do you think uh, he's good? Do you think he's good? The problem is a, a total different. Um, job he's been asked to do mm. as a footballer. Yeah. Do you think he's good enough to become a starter for England? Yes. Yes. Head yeah. of Foden? Now that's a difficult question. That's that's why I'm not England manager. That's why he gets paid the big bucks. Indeed. You can play. You can play Foden at ten. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and like, again, like Reese has made a good point there. He says at Villa, everything went through Grealish. So even if he had a poor game, you'd st he'd still get a lot of the ball and he'd still, you know, be involved. Whereas City have got so many quality players. If you don't perform, you're off and you, or you're on the bench or whatever. And there's there's a lot of quality around you, which you didn't have, don't have, you know, at Villa at the time. Um, supposedly, Laporte wants out and so does good... Uh, good and good at Man City. Who? Uh, you know what I said. Come on. <laughs> but I think, like Pep does have a history of rubbing players up the wrong way. I think he's he's obviously got high standards and he he's quite intense, isn't he? Uh, yeah, and so obviously some players uh, have a shelf life with uh, although you can put with someone like that, uh, mm. and some don't. 
does City miss those two players in particular? And if they were to go, Laporte, um, and yeah, and the midfielder. Um, I think, do you think City would miss Laporte and Gadungan? Gadungan, Gadungan. No, no, because once they, if they get rid of these two players, they just bring them like for like with the same quality. Uh, well, Nathan Ake can play centre back, can't he? He plays yeah, he, he, every time I've seen him this season, he's impressed me. So he's got better. He's he's adjusting to the system. So some players that hit the ground running, some players don't. Yeah, I think um, this, is why, this is why I'm saying, oh, should we get this kid from Napoli? Oh, should we get Harry Kane? Harry Kane comes in, he hits the ground running. He's a Premier League stalwart and scores lots of goals. Some other kid come in, it could take a long time. Some players takes time, some players don't. Ruud van Nistelrooy come in, first game, bang, goal, hit the ground running. Some players, it takes time. Um, There's other options, though, as well, for striking. I don't think it's just those two, necessarily. Like, um, there's that Danish kid, isn't there, which they're supposedly interested in at United. I forget his name, but um, he looks really good. Um, and there's a few others knocking about. There's the boy at um, Sporting or Benfica. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a few knocking about. I don't necessarily, particularly if the sale hasn't gone through or if the Glazers stay, there's no way. If, Like, for instance, if the Glazers stay with the investment, there's no way... United will pay 100 million for any striker, so they'll mm. have to go down a route of maybe someone a bit younger and a bit cheaper. But I don't, you see, I don't know why. Um, do you know, maybe I maybe it's because of his ban, I don't know, or his upcoming ban. I don't know why Tony doesn't get linked with United, considering how many goals he scored consistently over the last few years. I'm surprised that he doesn't get linked with United needing a striker. Maybe it's because Harry Kane is so heavily linked. I don't know, but I think he's as good an option. Oh, 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 no. 28, 29, I reckon. I guess. I would guess, but we'll have a look. But, I mean, would you be happy if United signed him in the yeah. summer? Yeah. You know, he, I guess the problem with him is he's going to have a ban of some sort, isn't he? Yeah. Um, but. 27. Also, 27 there you go i mean that's and that's that's so again and maybe it's my anti-harry kane classes but if i'm a united fan i'd rather sign him than harry kane he'll be cheaper he's younger he's gonna hit the ground running like he's got all the same uh advantages that harry kane's got over someone like oshman in terms of he'll hit the ground running and that so why wouldn't you sign a slightly younger version the only problem would be, I guess, is that he's likely to be banned for a few months at some point in the next year. But then maybe you get him cheap because of that. Keep Martial for six months and get Tony on the cheap. I'd be happy with... I'd be happy with Eva, to be honest. Yeah. Do you think... Ivan Tony's all-around game is as good as Harry Kane's, though. Like his link-up no, play. No, no, no. I mean, and let's be honest. Um, they, in the Brentford game yesterday, they purposely he gravitated to Lissandro Martinez to try and get the height advantage, and Martinez kept him pretty quiet all game. Yeah, I don't think he had a, a clear-cut chance. And you know, as as we all know, everyone said Martinez was going to struggle because of his height. These are defenders, they just adjust, mate. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, Ivan Tony, someone who's banging form, someone who always scores goals, someone who's a very good footballer, even he couldn't get the advantage over the, the, the butcher. The butcher, as it were. The butcher of Amsterdam. What a, what, what a mint nickname that is. It is. If you, if you, mate, if you're going to have a nickname, the butcher is the one. Oh, yeah, I know. The None of this, like, uh, just generic nicknames. You want some like, like the flower man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck's the flower man? Yeah, it is the flower man. It is, it is the butcher. <laughs> All right, and here you are then. Ooh, think of some footballers who have had what footballers have had the best nicknames going back. 
King Cantona got to be the got to be up King, there, haven't it? it? Yeah, but King, it, there's, there's kings before him though, like King Kenny. Oh, I was at the golf course on Friday. And he was he was on the putting green. Oh, was he on the practice putting green, putting old Kenny Daglish in the background? Uh, uh, then Dennis Law, he was King Dennis, Dennis King. So there's a lot of kings before. Uh, trying to think now. Trying to think of uh, some. Nick- I can't think of any bloody Nick footballer nicknames. What was your brother? He was just gigsy, wasn't he? Yeah. What about uh, get um, Gabriel Batistuta, or the Angel at Nark, the Angel at Batistuta? Yeah, that's a good one as well, man. Um, what was um, oh, what was that Brazilian, the little guy? He was like La Babino or something like that. I can't remember. Babino, that. that nonce. He's been done in Italy. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Absolutely. Um, we'll talk about the championship now in a minute and then we'll do our football uh, predictions. I've got to see. i got to... It's bugging That's me. Got to be, let's close up. That's got to be the best nickname, isn't it? The Butcher. The Butcher. Yeah, the Butcher. Right, yeah, even the, that's the even like the butcher. It's like the Butcher of Amsterdam. Like, he just killed people in Amsterdam and got off. So, you had <laughs> Fernando Torres was El Nino, where the kid. You had... France, uh, Totti was the big baby, El Papone. El Papone. Uh, you had apparently Messi is called the Atomic Flea. I never read that before. Uh, uh, I've heard the flea before. Casillas is El Gato, that's quite a good one. Uh, but it's the cat. Um, who was what's El, who's El Nino Torres? El Nino, Torres. um, Paul Skulls, the ginger ninja. I don't think people ever called him that today. Lappy well, um, was, was the Welsh wizard, wasn't it? Uh, my boy Gareth just gave me, reminded me of one of my favourites. Gary Medal, former Cardiff City, Chile International, was called the Pitbull. That's a good one. That's up there with the Butcher, the, put, the Pitbull. Uh, Javier Hernandez was called Little P, Chicharito. Little P. Yeah, but his, 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 his dad was called Little P as well, wasn't it? Oh, uh, was it? Yeah. Um, Zidane was like Zizou or something, wasn't he? Um, what else we got? The headboard. Dennis, Dennis Burkamp was Dennis the Menace. Golden no, he balls. Wasn't. No, he wasn't. It's not going to say Ringers, the Butcher of Manchester, is it? The Butcher no. of Amsterdam. It's like something you watch on Netflix. Back in the Golden Balls, you got um, Ida Johnson was called the Iceman. I think that's a pretty good one. Yeah, the, um, yeah. the baby-faced assassin, that's up there as well, I think. Yeah, that's decent, that, the baby-faced, because he was. Yeah. Um, you had, apparently Dwight York was the smiling assassin. That's not a bad <laughs> one. I'll accept that. Um, let's have a look. Stuart Pierce, got to be up there. Psycho. Right. Yeah, that's be up. That's a good one, that is. Yeah, that's, um, that's, that's up there with a bunch of that. Mate, I'm not having this one at all, but I'm going to tell you because I never heard him called this whatsoever, and I'm not a fan. Steven Gerrard, supposedly his nickname was Captain Courageous. Fuck off. He should have been called the King of Chelsea. Um, Stevie Dollar. Else we got Captain Courageous. Never. His, oh, you are. Stoichkov was called the Dagger. That's a good one. Um. Robson, Captain Marvel. Yeah, here's one. Frank. <laughs> On this list, I got you. Yeah, fat, uh, fat Frank. There you go. Frank Lampard. That was. Lampard. Yeah, but he was yeah. also called Super Frank as well. So, um, you know. Frank, Super Frank, um, yeah. And then it says John Terry, obviously JT. But then in brackets on this list, it says, but don't be his best friend's girl, pretty girlfriend. Which, <laughs> well, this person obviously had some of the people them. never 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 ever forget negative shit really no never ever ever uh the white feather was ravenelli the white feather jason perry was psycho at cardiff what was um what was i think john charles he was having a nickname didn't he he did yeah i'll have to i can't remember jack charlton was the giraffe um, John Charles had a nickname. I'm sure he had a nickname. Let's have a look. 
What was John Charles? Someone will tell me in the chat now. There's a few Welsh boys in there. Someone will know. John Charles' nickname. What was it? Gentle Giant. There we go. So, from, yeah, that's, that's it. So, for me, mate, I think the best ones are, just to close Psycho. it out, The Butcher, Psycho, The Baby-Faced Assassin. Um, the I like Iceman. it. I like it. I like it. I like El Nino as well. Yeah, it's good. I thought El Gato was quite a good one as well uh, for the Casillas. And Gabriel Batistuta, the Angel Mark Batistuta. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, what was the one I seen? It's the Smiling Assassin, the Baby-Faced Assassin. Baby the Kaiser is uh, Beckenbauer. Back and back and oh, yeah, Beckenbauer. The Governor, Paul Ince. Fucking Governor. <laughs> the Beast was Baptista. Um... Beast was oh yeah the beast the beast that's oh, a good Hulk. one the dagger is a good one I think Hulk Hulk that was his yeah. actual name wasn't it yeah. Tarzan uh, was Poit Carlos Poyo's name yeah Butcher Psycho the baby face assassin there the top three and the pit bull the dagger in a uh, uh, close second yeah. and then and then obviously the Nicholas and Elka was La Sulk when he Robbie you know, Fowler the gerbil <laughs> right before we uh, do our predictions i want to just quickly talk about um the championship leslie wants us to do some uh middlesbrough predictions which we'll do in a oh minute yeah he's excited isn't he because the championship's hotting up borough right up there although they lost didn't they so they've now six points behind um second and sheffield united got a game in hand so middlesbrough i think might struggle now but we'll see. We'll see. Um, the mighty Bluebirds are teetering over relegation after losing another game. So I do think it's a problem. But they've got to play Rotherham. That's the one thing which is giving me hope is that we've still got to play Rotherham. We hopefully will beat them. Who have we got next, Cardiff? Let's have a look. Blackpool on the weekend. Uh, Blackpool, Sunderland and Sheffield United are the next three games for Cardiff. Well, it could be... Oh, it's Blackpool tomorrow. Cardiff could be down in three games' time, unfortunately. Oh, there yeah. we go. That's, yeah. that's depressed me because you've got Sheffield United who are second and flying. Sunderland who are trying to get up to the playoffs, not in the best of form. And Blackpool, oof, two places below us. We've got to win that tomorrow night. Cardiff have to beat Blackpool tomorrow because I think Sunderland and Sheffield United is going to be really hard. So they need to get three points tomorrow. Or they are going to be in. If they, if they was to lose that game tomorrow against Blackpool, then Cardiff are banging. Preston need a, need a win, though, don't they? If they want to keep managing. If Preston win, they go seventh. Yeah, how Maybe. far down do you think that goes for the playoffs? Sunderland? In yeah. 12 yeah. 54, I think yeah. they're still in. How many games left? Was it 10 left? Nine left? No, seven. Seven. So, what's that? 20, 21 points. 21. Yeah, see, there's loads to play for, mate. So many yep. points to play for, isn't there? Yep. And like, apart from Burnley, like, I need even that six points between Sheffield United and Middlesbrough. Like you'd fancy Middlesbrough with 21 points to play, there's still ch plenty of opportunity for them. Middlesbrough got Burnley though, Burnley, Burnley not losing money, are they? No, and the other problem is Sheffield United have got a game in hand over Middlesbrough and they're already six ahead, so they could potentially make it nine with that yeah, game in hand. Sheffield United have got Wigan and we're going to mean you. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, if the, the relegation zone, we're going to done. I think Blackpool are probably done unless they beat Cardiff tomorrow. Um, because that drags Cardiff right in. Cardiff like Cardiff are in it anyway, but if they lose to Blackpool tomorrow, they're in big problems. The big trouble. Um, the big trouble. So yeah, let's have a look at the let's do our predictions. Yeah, but then you've got Sunderland Sunderland on Monday. Blackpool got Luton away, QPR got West Brom. Wigan. Is that Sunderland game? Is that home or away? Sunderland's at home. Got to try and get at least a point from that. Got to win your home games, really. But if Cardiff yeah. could pick up two wins between 
like on, on Friday and Monday, given a bit of breathing, breathing scrub. Burnley can be promoted tomorrow if they win. That is Huddersfield. mental. Huddersfield have got Blackburn. We've Huddersfield got tomorrow. Blackburn. Blackburn is still at Burnley. Where are they? Sixth. Yeah. Play. Huddersfield not playing tomorrow, no. Um. Huddersfield. So Huddersfield got Watford tomorrow. Oh, Watford, yeah. Away. That's, that's not easy, is it? So. No, it's not. There's some big, big games in the championship, but I think with what you say it was seven games to go, and Burnley. Mills were getting beat three nil at home to Burnley. There you go, Leslie. Stick that in your player. <laughs> yeah, well, mate, if Burnley can go up, I didn't realise that until someone just said in the chat. Yeah, so like, exactly. Yeah, you'd expect so, Burnley to turn up and have a party, wouldn't you? I think a close two-one to to Burnley. I'm afraid, no. Leslie. Will that be the um? Will that be the earliest any? Don't be messaging me on Facebook saying predictions. There's your prediction. You're getting beat at home two one. <laughs> let, let me give you the Mondays. Save your message, Middlesbrough, Bristol City. You'll win that one. R five kickoff. You'll win that two 0 There you go. There you go, mate. There you go. Don't complain. Um. So if Liverpool for predictions. Yeah. Well, it's popular, isn't you? So yeah. like. I got it wrong last time. I said they're going to beat Huddersfield and Huddersfield here. Yeah, so basically, if Luton lose tomorrow and Burnley win, Burnley are up. Will that be the earliest any teams have gone up from a championship? Seven games to go. Oh, I don't know. There's some team that have, that have romped that, that league back in the day. Newcastle was. Remember that one year Newcastle have scored like 100 points, didn't they? Points one year. Uh, yeah, there's someone, some teams that have romped that league. Indeed, they have right. Let's do predictions, mate, to finish off. Um, so we have uh, Brighton at home. Uh, sorry, Brighton away to Spurs. I've gone two one to Brighton. I have Brighton at home to Spurs. Uh, away to Spurs. Sorry, mate. Away to Spurs. I've gone two one Brighton. Me two two. Interesting. Uh, Wolves at home to Chelsea. New manager in Frank Lampard. Will he get a reaction? I've gone 4-2 to Chelsea. 2-1 Chelsea. And then we have Brentford oh, at home. No, no, many goals, Wolves, and Chelsea not scoring many. I don't know where the fuck you're getting that 4-1 from, but go on. Because I think Frank's going to play like, he's going to play all his forward players, isn't he? Yeah. Super um, Frank. Right. Super, super, super Frank. And uh, Newcastle away to Brentford. That's a big game. I've gone two all. I'm gonna go one nil Brentford. Ooh. Newcastle's winning run comes to an end. Yep. Uh Southampton at home to Manchester City. That could get messy. Um I've gone three one city, but it could be anything. Four nil city. Leeds at home to Palace, another big game in the uh, relegation battle. Two one leads me. One nil, one nil Palace. One nil Palace. Wow, wow, wow. Roy Hodgson, uh, smash and grab. Vintage Roy Hodgson, Hodgson performance, is it? Yeah. Uh, Liverpool at home to Arsenal. Liverpool at home to Arsenal. Two one Liverpool. Oof, I gone three two Arsenal. Gone for some high scores this week. I have. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, let's do some predictions for Cardiff. They got black. Are you doing them now as you go on? Yeah, I, I just done them. I have. All right, sweet. Um, I'm, I'm going to gain some points on them. They were terrible predictions. <laughs> black, uh, Cardiff away to Blackpool tomorrow, three o'clock. Right. 2 0 Cardiff. Ooh. Go on, lovely birds. I'm going 1 0 Cardiff for that one. And then Monday, Cardiff at home to Sunderland. One all, I think. Yeah, I think that's a all over it, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Leslie says Sam to knock City out of the cup, but to me that doesn't make any difference whatsoever. If anything, it's more likely to irritate City, and I can see that being. And City have turned the corner now. There's a lot in the groove. Yeah, and they got to chase Arsenal down, haven't they? So you could see it oh. being 
3 4 0. I will right. eat my hat if Southampton get a fucking anything there. Yeah, I think so, mate. Um, put it this way, mate. If Southampton were to get anything there, the butcher, the dagger, and El Nino would be very surprised. El Principale, the prince. That's a good one. Still got that list. Valderrama was called El Pibe. Do you remember that one? I remember watching him at Old Trafford playing for Montpellier in 1992. With his big blonde gingery afro. Yeah, yeah. Played for Montpellier. Playing um, that, like, I can't remember what league, what cup it was. I think it was a... Cup Winners Cup, maybe? Yeah, something like that, yeah. And his Barney. He was a good player, though. Valderrama. He was a good player. Colombian. Yeah, very, very good player. Colombian, um, Montpellier. Montpellier. Right, mate, as always, um, a pleasure. Good crack. Just flying through all the football stories. Just, uh, played golf today. Um, oh, yeah. First, first comp back. Shot a 73. What's that? 73. What's 73? Is it 72? Let me just get some course information because this is important. Oh, absolutely, mate. What did you play <laughs> off? What did you play off? Uh, what did I play off for? No, five, sorry, 4.7. Some 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 places four, some places five. So, yeah, one over. I shot a 73, one over. 40 points. Might be my prizes today. It's my new trolley, that, because i got new exactly. battery power trolley because I can't be asked to push it anymore. I'm getting old. Save me energy. It's got to save those arms for the big drives, isn't it? Yeah. For 300 plus today. Smash it. I get new clubs, next, new irons next week as well. Yeah. Look out then. I get 20 yards. I'm using clubs that are 20 years old. Just, Is it? just, a, just a beast for my size. Well, you just keep telling us. You have to send us some videos, isn't it? So we can see these these videos on instagram yeah these big swings 300 yard drives come on you won't be able to see it but there's the scorecard oh it's the other one yeah, yeah what if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation where it's not about mission statements but a shared mission at u.s customs and border protection we go beyond to protect more than borders from ship to shore air to ground Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. 300-yard drive, come on. I've got, got an eagle on the six. Come on. What was that, part? No, part, part five and I got a three. Come on. And it was 515 yards. I mean, had a 10-foot putt for an eagle. You must have had a hell of a drive, though, to do that in three. Uh, To drive about 280. And then uh, that left me with about 210 to summit. And, yeah creamed it downwind downhill <laughs> did you give it the old fist pump and jump boom that get in <laughs> tiger, tiger fist boom get in <laughs> the butcher fans like that not happy no i i bet they went you'd be fuming wouldn't you if what you just do? knocked in an eagle against an elite competitor suck it up <laughs> <laughs> I was on Tuesday as well. I mean, mingy. I mean, I was like about 12, 13 over. And then you play today, I'm one over. Mad practice, practice, mate, isn't it? When yeah. it matters, when it matters, and it's competition that's, that's time. It. That's it. The old that's juice. When, that's when the big boys turn up and so play. I shot a one over today. So I'm cooking on gas. When's the next one? Uh, Surely another one over the bank. Next Thursday, but then there's a we play we play different clubs in a match play. 
and we're in the quarterfinals and we play my old goat, my old, where I used to be a member at Worsley Park, not the Marriott, the two Worsleys, not the Marriott, different Worsley. So we play there, match play on on the 16th week on Sunday. But the next rivalry. Contest, I'll play Saturday comes because Saturday's for football. Big rivalry coming up then. But no rivalry, it was smashing. Come on. Gotta gotta get gotta get a job done, mate. My boy yep. now he's got three games to go. And if they win all three, they win they'll probably well, they'll win the league. They get promoted if they win two of them. If they win all three, I think they're gonna win the league by points. Yeah, well this team I'm first team coach and if they're probably gonna be two games short of the playoffs. Oh, is it? They were flying at one point, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Wheels fell off a little bit. This is what happens when they don't train. Most of them don't train, so because well, because they're like got day day no, jobs and that. Just, just the mentality. Some just don't train. Oh, is it? Well, mm. some do. Some turn up like last night. But at seven o'clock, we're supposed to start training. Six or seven are there in the changing room, and then three or four walking at five past. Two walking at ten past. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I can't off. you just can't do nothing with that though, can you? Like mm, mm. so stuffed. See what happens mm. next year. Well, if it's like that next year. We won't go like that next year. So see what happens. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it now. Good big game on Saturday. He's got because they're a good side as well. And if they did put the extra hours in, they'd piss the league they're in. So it's just frustrating. Because they're the best team in, but they're just defensively. Yeah. They just need that commitment. And then they correct walk it's just, it. it's a mentality, mate. It's a mentality. Mm. It's like hard work to win leagues, whatever level you're at. Yeah, whatever it's level it's, you're at, you've got to turn up every man. week, every yeah. week for nine months. Uh, well, my boys like under 14s, mate, and they they deserve to be like in the title race because they've turned yeah, up every any single level, week. Any level you win a league, it's not easy. It's every week, yeah. you rain, sleet, and slow. It's no, it's. Yeah, they got they got five uh, five or six players out on Saturday because of Easter. Like people are on holiday and stuff, so it's going to be a it's going to be know, a sometimes tight, tight sometimes in these, yeah sometimes these periods you're playing like two three games a week. Yeah, it's hard work. It's hard work. It's going to be good, mate. I can't wait. Got a bit. But at the end of it, if you've got something to show for it, you know. Yeah. Well, that's it, mate. Like these kids, like if they can win a trophy now. If they can well, a promotion will be good, but if they can win the league, they can take that forever, mate. Not many, not not many kids get to win a league. Well, and, well, you know, this is what we're saying. and medals and all this, you know. Yeah, this is what we're saying. Some last night, we we could just retire. We won with me and the lad who was doing it. We've won league. We've done all that. Yeah, most of you haven't won a carrot. What are you doing when you've got? It's just yeah, it's a mentality. But we'll get there, mate. We'll get there. Takes time. This is, why, this is why it's non-league football. It's, it's not easy. It's difficult. This is why because some of them should be playing league football, but they're not. They're playing non-league football because it's a mentality. Same, same with me. Why I played non-league football because you know my mentality wasn't wasn't great when I was younger. So it's just a mentality. Yeah. Well, you speak to so many people, mate, didn't it? Who like who were good enough, quality wise. Yeah. Like, mate, I was pretty much the same like i was decent and then by by 16 i discovered girls and smoking and i just when it came down to training or going to see people my mates i went with my mates so i lost the opportunities i had and then same with like like my boy now as a like quality wise he is by far and away good enough to play for an academy but at the moment he hasn't got the mentality towards training like he, he just wants to fuck about and like if he gets his head down and actually trains properly, he should be back in the academy system. But he's got to have that attitude towards training that he has in the games. We'll see him. No, it's, it's, a, it's a mentality. That's, you know, you got you got to put the work in. You can't tell people either, can you? Like even kids, men, whatever. Like they have to find out for themselves. They either get it or they don't. And. And then they just have hindsight afterwards. No, yeah, like I say, it's a, it's a mentality, isn't it? So you either got it or you haven't. It's like, uh, yeah. Who had the why. best men? Who had the best mentality as a footballer you've ever sort of seen? Do you reckon? Say again. 
who do you think guys who when you look back over the years which footballer stands out for you as having like just the best mentality oh, all, all, all that united side just all, all about that, winning yeah all that united side really you, you got to you got to understand that for pain our kid in the, all of his career didn't finish at the top three. I think about that for a minute. And then and 13 of them years, he won the league. And the rest of like eight or nine, he was either second or third. It's crazy, mate, isn't it? Like, really is crazy. It's a certain, <laughs> certain mentality to do that. Then, no, and he's not even... Oh, I'm not going to get started. I'm not going to get started. Um, Leslie, just to finish, Leslie says Burnley... Borough is going to be too old tomorrow. Watch this space. <laughs> Burnley. I mean, Leslie, I have a twenty-pound bet on you that Burnley get a, an away win. There you go. There we go. Boom. There we go. Right, nice one, guys. We'll be back next week. Look out for other shows. Take it easy. God bless. Have a good Easter or whatever else you celebrate in it. But uh, just enjoy the bank holiday. Play a bit of golf. Maybe you'll be as good as Rodri one day. It haven't ended. Lad there, it was, it was a young lad who, 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 it haven't uh, ended. It haven't ended. What? I don't know why it haven't ended, but it haven't. Sports Social Podcast Network.